Good morning podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5 brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, as is our Monday tradition, we are taking a look at how to make a dish in 30 minutes or less. And today, you're taking a look at Pad Thai from start to finish in under 30 minutes. This is Pad Thai in 30 minutes or less. For those of you that don't know what pad thai is, it is essentially a noodle stir-fry with peanut sauce. It often contains either shrimp or chicken, and always rice noodles, bean sprouts, and an egg. The main flavor of the dish comes from a sauce made of peanut butter, fish sauce, sugar, vinegar, salt, and chili paste. This is complemented by the addition of green onion, ginger, garlic, and chili in the stir-fry. Making pad thai at home allows you to control the heat level by adding more or less chili sauce. One thing to keep in mind is that the fattiness from the peanut butter and the sweetness from the sauce will help to balance and even mellow out a lot of the heat, so don't be shy with it. When it comes to cooking pad thai, like any stir-fry, you want to have all of the ingredients ready to go. You don't want to be scrambling to find an ingredient or prep an ingredient while you're also trying to not burn your stir-fry. Prepare everything and have it at your fingertips before you start cooking. And once you do start cooking, everything will come together very quickly. Speaking of cooking, let's get to it. 7.40 p.m. Okay, I started cooking pretty late last night. In all honesty, I was laid up on the couch most of the day yesterday with some pretty bad neck and shoulder pain. Cooking was the absolute last thing I wanted to do, so I kept putting it off. Luckily, with dishes like this, minimal effort produces something really delicious in a short amount of time. So, at 7.40, I filled the kettle with hot water and turned it on high. I also started putting the sauce together. The sauce is about a quarter cup of peanut butter, one teaspoon vinegar or mirin, one teaspoon fish sauce, one tablespoon brown sugar, one tablespoon sambal chili sauce, two tablespoons warm water or more if needed to thin the sauce out. Mix all this together and set it aside. Now, I used crunchy peanut butter, but you can use smooth if that's what you want or what you have. This all took about three minutes. At 7.43 p.m., I grated about two tablespoons of ginger, which was frozen. I just grated it directly from frozen, into a small bowl with two cloves of garlic. I also added one thinly sliced red Thai chili, uh, and I set this aside. So, again, that's uh, two tablespoons of grated ginger, two cloves of grated garlic, and one very thinly sliced Thai red chili. 7.47 p.m. By this point, the water in the kettle was boiling and was ready for the rice noodles. I took three portions of rice noodles, which along with everything else in the stir-fry, should be more than enough to feed four people. Then I put the dry noodles in a heat-proof bowl and poured the boiling water over them. I gave them a stir to pull the noodles apart and let them sit for three to four minutes before draining them and rinsing them in cold water. It's really important that you don't overcook the rice noodles. That's why I cook them this way as opposed to putting them in boiling water and boiling them. They just cook way too fast. You know they're ready when they're soft but still chewy. It's also important to rinse the noodles in cold water after they're cooked. Because they're going to sit for a few minutes and any residual heat will continue to cook them. Failure to thoroughly cool the noodles down may result in a clump of overcooked noodles that will disintegrate as soon as they hit the wok. 
By 7.52, 12 minutes after I started, the sauce was ready, the ginger and garlic uh, and chili were ready, and the noodles were ready. There wasn't much left to do but prepare the vegetables and the chicken. I started by first rinsing the green onions and then separating the bottom whiter half of the green onions from the top greener half. Then I cut the ends off the bottom half and chopped them into one centimeter sized pieces. I set these aside. For the greens, I sliced them very thinly and set those aside. The idea here is that the bottom whiter part of the green onions can take much more heat than the top. Uh, and these can be treated more like an onion. The top greener parts uh, are much softer and so are treated more like a garnish. This is very common in Thai cooking. And you'll understand what I mean when I start walking through the actual process of cooking. I also rinsed and drained the bean sprouts very well at this point. At 7.57 everything was ready to go except the chicken. And just before I started cutting the chicken I turned the wok on a medium high heat to give it time to heat up. I then thinly sliced two chicken breasts. And by the time I was done with this and my hands were washed, the wok was ready to go. And I should say I saved prepping the chicken breast until the very end so I would only have to wash my cutting board once. Wouldn't have to do it multiple times. Um, and it just makes sense to me because it's the first thing to go in the wok so why not prep it last so that you, know, you can just pop it right into the wok. 7.59 p.m. At 7.59 I added two tablespoons of canola oil to the hot wok along with the chicken. I let the chicken sit for a minute or two undisturbed while I cleaned up my cutting board. This allows the chicken time to get really nice and browned and allows the wok time to recover the heat it lost when the chicken went in. Once the chicken was browned on the first side, I flipped it and browned it on the other side. After a minute or two, I added uh, the bottom half of the green onions, which were cut into one centimeter pieces. This was stir-fried with the chicken for about a minute before the ginger, garlic, and chili went into the pan. This stuff is grated so small that it only takes seconds to cook. So after about 30 seconds, I added the bean sprouts and stir-fried them quickly to prevent the ginger and garlic mixture from sticking to the bottom of the wok. It stuck a little bit, but not too bad. The next step was to add the noodles and toss them to make sure that everything was evenly distributed. At this point, I added my sauce. I really should have added my eggs first, but in all honesty, I forgot about it and didn't do it until the very end. But I would suggest at this point, before the sauce goes in, make a little well in the center of the wok and break an egg into it. Scramble that up a bit and let it cook for a few seconds and then mix it into the rest of your stir fry. Now you can add the sauce. Toss the sauce with the stir fry, add the sliced green onion tops, and that's it. Serves with some fresh lime, some thinly sliced red chili for garnish, and some peanut if you want. But 8.10 p.m. The pad thai was plated and all the pictures were taken. The cleanup was pretty much done, and I had just taken my first couple of bites. It was delicious. Pad Thai Conclusions This process is obviously pretty quick, but of course it could be quicker. All of the prep for this can be done the morning before or even the night before you make it, including cooking the rice noodles. Then when you're ready to eat, you simply heat up the wok and stir fry it all together. It'll take 10 minutes or less. If you're going to prep this ahead of time, you can marinate the chicken or shrimp, if you prefer, in a bit of soy sauce. Just a teaspoon or two will go a long way. And yes, before you ask, you can substitute almond butter and probably even wild butter for the peanut butter if you want or if you have allergies. Um, now, you may have noticed that the cooking process went by very, very quickly, and that's because it did. We only added, what, four things to the pan. Um, 
So that's something to keep in mind. Like this happens very quick, and that's why you have to have everything ready to go. Anyway, that's it. That's the that's the episode for today. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And if you would like the written version of this recipe or podcast, go to HowToNotBurnShit.com. It's all right there. I don't know if you heard that in the microphone, but there was just a very, very loud thunder crash. Wow, that was loud. Anyway, I hope that you have a fantastic Monday, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow with another great episode of Food and Five. And tomorrow, we're going to take a look at the brief history of Fruitopia, the the drink from all of our childhoods. Um, yeah, and if you have any questions about this recipe or anything else, feel free to contact me, as always, on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks, on Instagram at Chef Ben Kelly, or on Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. Uh, thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you soon.